0: ITL Fantasy Podcast Network presents in a world of football podcasts that sounds like this. Welcome into our podcast on Suck Talk Radio. And talk like this. Wah, 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 wah. Don't go after running back, wah, wah. Because they're not. So much fun! Fogman, let's not overreact here. The In This League Fantasy Football Podcast.
1: Featuring Bugman. Then he came in and he just went ham. Oh god, yummy and panties. Like those are words like men should not say. And the Welsh. Well, Wait, is- did you just bro another player? You say brotles instead of bordles?
0: I totally call them bro. Are you
1: broing all of these guys?
0: Playing on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and TuneIn.
1: Burn it to the ground.
0: Coming to your ears. Hi, I'm Sarah Koenig On this episode of Serial Le'Veon Bell is back Oh, nope, he's gone Le'Veon Bell's back Oh, he's gone again He's back He's gone
1: You know what I mean? Like, I just, uh I feel like I need to come back soon But, uh, I don't know I love these strippers with big asses And I really like not practicing
0: (laughs) Received a collect call from Le'Veon Bell. Oh, Le'Veon, we're so glad you finally called back. We're really excited to... Uh, hello? You hello?
2: He did it again.
0: On the next serial, we look into week nine of why Le'Veon Bell is still not here. This episode edited by me, produced by me, me, me. Oh, 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 oh welcome in. <laughs> oh, welcome in. It's episode... Uh, one something. I don't know what it is. Too busy. Too busy doing cereal. Cereal would know what episode it is, but we don't. It's more episodes
1: than games played.
0: Yeah. For uh, Le'Veon Bell. Oh, you know what? Fair point. There are more episodes in this season now. There's one. There's more episodes in our version of cereal than there are of Le'Veon Bell uh, games played this season. That's right. So welcome well, into true. episode number something with three digits. I am Chris Welsh. That is Scott Bogman. We are your hosts as we always are, not Sarah Koenig and uh Le'Veon Bell and whoever all the other people. Um, today on the episode, Jake Seely is joining us, our dear friend Jake Seely, because Bogman couldn't script it, couldn't have been scripted just like a serial episode if we tried another cancellation. I swear to God, we are the luck. we're the we're the most disrespected podcast. I don't know why we do it. I don't know why we do it. Why do we even try? (laughs) Nobody likes us. I mean, fair enough. We do wait till about twenty-four hours. Listeners like us. We've been waiting till about twenty-four hours until the episode to book the guest. I'll take a little bit of a. You and I will take. This is the collective. I collective we take a little bit of a hit on it. But nobody likes us.
1: Yeah. Uh, the listeners like us. I don't no understand one,
0: why. Why don't they like
1: no us? No wants to be on our show, Mickey. Yeah. So uh, uh-huh. I don't I don't
0: understand why. <laughs> uh-huh. Please join us on our show. I don't know why. Everybody, welcome in. Um, so Jake, the happiest place on earth. The all-in kid. You should kid. come here and spend a month's salary. <laughs> <laughs> you should just went. Why didn't you get your $6 million? Uh-huh. You could have had it all. <laughs> now you're just wasting it. Um, Jake Sealy, the all-in kid. He's going to be joining us. Our good friend reached out. And I was like, hey, come and do the show. And he's like, okay. That was pretty, pretty <laughs> much it. That was the text chain. That was the text chain between I,
1: them. I'm just glad that uh, Jake wasn't like, well, I can only do 6.30 a.m. your time. Well, you know what he that's did. that's usually what I get with Jake. I'm going to so. pull up
0: my text. Um, th- this is the exact text. He goes, I totally tell him the time, and I go, you're a saint. And he goes, only because I love you. Not that Scott guy. <laughs> Not that Scott guy. Not that Scott guy. And I was like, yeah, screw that guy. So uh, Jake is going to be joining us here in just a little bit. We're going to do all the normal things that we do. Bogman touches snaps here in just a little bit. Some ball bag. Um, I mean, we got the stupid uh, chicken. God knows how that went last week. I imagine this is going to be a disaster. Donovan knows. Oh, really? Yeah, see, your happiness right there just immediately gives away what's going on. It's annoying. It's a stupid game. It's a dumb game. It's a dumb I wish game, you but you my smile right now. Oh, really? Is it that bad? Should I go look? I'm gonna go look real quick. Hold on. It's
1: not. It's not actually as bad as you think. But
0: eh, it's not as bad. But that's annoying. That's stupid. All right. Well, tune in later for that annoying, stupid bit. Uh, speaking of stupid annoying bits, let's talk about Le'Veon Bell for a minute, which we've done many, many weeks. <laughs> he's continuously not coming back, and he's not coming back until the
1: twelfth. I think the twelfth is the last day that he can report. Let's just say it. He's not coming back yeah. until then. you are no, you ready to give up? Right?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm resigned to it, and I've been the biggest like um, bag holder. Every of that.
1: week we hear, well, I don't know, maybe he, he could be back Monday. You yeah. said that at least five weeks in a row.
0: Well, la- well, no, last show I was like, he's not going to come back. Well, because we talked about the whole um, the exemptless payment thing, and that led to a whole issue. I thought, and I don't know, it's still in my brain, but I'm just not going to stick with it anymore because clearly is that he would show up and report on the Monday before the trade deadline. So he's officially reported. And then Tuesday, October 31st, before 4 p.m. Eastern, the Steelers would potentially look to move him. That It's an irreparable damage that it's been done. But I saw this article by like a – Pittsburgh Gazette or something like that was going around. And I don't know, to be fair enough, I probably should have read more into it. I started reading it, and then my eyes just glazed over, and I couldn't do it anymore. And I was like, ha, this is (laughs) horrible. But, like, I don't know if it was their take or they were misinformed. But the article goes on because it's explaining, you know, that Lev is pissed because the exemption stuff and the Steelers laughed in his face and hung up on him when, uh, not really, but, you know, uh, metaphorically, about him wanting to get paid during the exemption list. The article then goes on to say that, you know, he's most likely not going to show up now until, you know, the whatever it is, the November. But they go on to also say that it's actually increasingly more likely he doesn't show up at all this season. And I was like, huh? Because you would lose. How? How is that possible? Because you would have just lost your rights of the contract year and the Steelers would own you for another season. Like, are you thinking – you don't show up the whole season and you're playing stalemate and then they move on like it does. That didn't make sense to me. So I'm assuming that was more idiocy than it was a, a hot well, take. i
1: what, the Steelers could probably get if he doesn't if he doesn't show up, which you're right, that's a dumb thing to say. And I don't see that happening. Unless we're missing decides, something. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know what we'd be missing there. But if he decides to not play this whole season, the Steelers could probably get way more trading him in the offseason this year because
0: he'd he have a whole still full season year in of, front of yeah, him? Yeah,
1: full of a year of his contract in front of him. So absolutely,
0: yeah. Okay, yeah. I, mean, I just, Well, yeah, but another team would be probably faced with the same stuff, though. Like, why sure. would he show yes. up? Well, yeah, okay, I, here's the article, whoever, by the way.
1: Whoever decided would have to... You know, work out a deal. With I him.
0: found it. It's by Dale Lolly. What a name!
1: Dale Lolly's been around a
0: while. Okay. Well, uh, DK Pittsburgh Sports article is Steelers wouldn't pay Bell while on exempt list, prompting him to stay away, possibly for good this time. Oh, of course, I can't read the whole article. Maybe that's well, why, he, because it's yeah, a the paid subscription.
1: Ian Rappaport said something interesting, which is rare for him. But uh, he said, you know, he's not showing up this week. Think about the trade deadline on the 30th next week. 31st. He's waiting to try to get moved, and that is if he doesn't get moved. The you know the trade deadline is 4 p.m. Eastern yeah. on Tuesday the 30th. So if he doesn't get moved by then, then he'll come back. So out this week, possibly back for next week, but the Steelers will probably still put him on that two-week exempt list, which means they won't pay him. So if he decides he doesn't like that, I believe the last day he can sign his contract and still accrue a year is November 12th.
0: What a dumpster fire this guy is. What a dumpster fire it is. I don't I mean, obviously there
1: was no warning leading up to the season. That's it's that's the biggest regret. I mean, two of my leagues are just absolutely sunk.
0: Yeah, oh uh, well, yeah, one of them. Me too. The standard uh, entry league we had—it's that's my worst league of any league. And guess what? Had Le'Veon Bell. I'm amazingly propped up still in our IDP league where I had him as a keeper, but I'm barely holding on. I just lost last week. But like, I'll do it here. Because I'm not going to do it on the show. Our fantasy, the show we do, Fantasy Black Book over on Fantrax with our buddy Joe Pizapia. I'm not going to give Joe credit on that show, so he can uh, <laughs> he can swim in it. He'll have to listen to this show to get any of it. But you know, to his credit, we went through this whole debate about it was like week five or something that he had traded Lev Bell and something else to get Will Fuller and Mark Ingram, and I w- I didn't like it. And part of it had to do with like you know, he was out to week six and there was a bye week, and I was trying to be like, is Mark Ingram really going to be better than two weeks of Lev Bell? Where if Lev was going to return around week eight, but to, you know, his credit, you're gonna go into your third week of having Mark Ingram when Le'Veon Bell's not here, and there's these weird looming things that he might not show up at all. There's this November stuff. I, he is obviously you'll be able to like in your brain trust him when he has a signed contract and everything like that, but the sting is still there. Check this out. Le'Veon Bell has lost more money than any running back will make this season. Think about that. <laughs> lost more money than any running back will make this season. So much so, I don't understand how likable this guy is. I mean, I guess at the end of the day, you're all just guys being dudes or whatever. Juju Smith-Schuster bought over 100 Mega Millions tickets to try to win, and he said it because he wanted to pay Le'Veon Bell to come back. Yeah, but come That's on. embarrassing. I
1: mean— yeah, hundred tickets for a guy like Juju, two hundred bucks. You Who calling cares? him cheap now? No, yeah. no, I'm not calling him cheap. I'm saying that it was probably not for uh, Le'Veon to come back. That's just a
0: funny thing he said. Oh, yeah. I mean, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I okay, mean, thank you, you Captain, Captain sound Obvious. Serious there on okay, the next episode so. of Serial. Hi, I'm Sarah Koenig. Bogman breaks down. <laughs> Juju Smith-Schuster's buying Sarcasm. a mega ball. <laughs> yeah,
1: thanks, Dick. <laughs> All know. right. Uh, <laughs> well, let me ask you this. Okay, moving please. forward.
0: Trade them coming into
1: next season. If there, if someone is, if someone decides to hold out, are you just going to go to the assumption of they're not coming back until the last date that they can, or are you going to take each case kind of case by case?
0: I think you have to take it case by case, but I think at this point, Le'Veon, they're
1: undraftable if there's any hint of them not showing up.
0: Le'Veon right? Bell is a special kind of dick at this point. And I mean, I know he's doing it for him and I know there's the argument everyone wants to have for him, but um, this is crazy. And also there's the, I don't talk, like there's one thing when you're going to hold out for the sake of your legs and your money and all this stuff, even though they want to give you more money than any other running back, but also like he doesn't talk to anybody. He's not returning calls. There's false reports about when he's coming back. Like it's horrible. Like every ounce of it is horrible. So he's a special kind of case here where it, from a personality perspective, I would look at players to, you know, if, if they've had a track record, I would really make them on the no draft list. I think there's some guys out there that I think this does set a precedent, by the way, for other NFL players that this is th- I think this will happen more into the future now. I don't think it'll, think happen, it'll at, happen
1: more yeah. because he's not getting his way.
0: No, I, but but I think at the end of the I think when this is all said and done next year. People aren't going to be talking about this because he's going to get his money. He is going to get his. He, he, I mean, unless the NFL wants to collude again like they did against Kaepernick and they lie about it, you know, and they want to <laughs> blackball him, allegedly, <laughs> and they want to blackball him, which I don't think will happen. He's going to get tons of money. Someone's going to crazily pay for him because there's a lot of big cap space next season. I've talked about like teams like the 49ers. And at the end of the day, like it's going to breed people into doing this because at the end of the day, it's going to work. You know what I mean? It's like that whole steroid thing where everyone's like, how do steroids keep going on? And it's like, well, the guys that cheat, they get caught, then they get $100 million contracts. You know, or they get 100 million, right. co- 100, $100 million contracts, little slap on the wrist, and then they're right back at it. So at the end of the day, whatever's going to get you been your money. no
1: studies to see how long that stuff lasts too. Like, you know you could do a get pop miss 80 games but it's still good for 5 years yeah. you know we have no idea so, so. i don't
0: think people will do it at the extent but i think you are going to see an increase of this and i think you could see a couple games into the season for some of those top players and especially like there's weird cases out there like i could see a guy like david johnson jumps out to mind as someone that's going to do well, it well he so.
1: got an extension but yeah but i'm saying next I, round yeah i i understand what you're like saying like teams that
0: mind. misuse players that are really super well, talented how about all these?
1: How how about all these, uh, you know, Alvin Kamara drafted in the third round, uh, Kareem Hunt in the third round, James Conner in the third round? How is Alvin Kamara
0: not going to ask for the exact same thing that Lev Bell is doing and the team is going to have probably trouble doing it? He's a receiver and a running back. Like I think a lot of those things exist. I think, like I said, I think it's a precedent. And to what your point was when you asked, I think I'm going to be a little bit more likely to uh, avoid yeah, you know, like, I'm not going to walk in. If there's any hint of it, they're going to move down my list because think of how damning Lev Bell is They're going to move
1: off my list. Maybe. You know, they would have to fall pretty far. You know, if you're taking Le'Veon Bell as a fourth rounder because he's going to hold out, way different than taking him one or two overall.
0: Yeah, or so. e- even, like, a second or third rounder. You know, if you if you have a high pick and you take, you, you know, like, I'm not taking him, but you were to get him, like, late second and then you have another early third, like, you can... You can play damage control. You can damage control that a lot better than you can if you had one of the top three picks. I mean, dude, think about the people that didn't take Todd Gurley and took Lev Bell. Or think about the yeah, people that me. took him and didn't take yeah, Was that one of you? That was one of the one
1: league where I— uh, so Pretend you're league, a person
0: that I, did this, Bogman.
1: <laughs> yeah, not hard to. Um, I, uh, I traded for him the night before the draft in one league. I traded for Le'Veon. Uh, and Mm. it was a auction keeper league. So I had to spend a bunch of money to keep him. And then the other league, uh, I had the number one overall pick and I took him over Todd Gurley
0: because there was no hint of this. Mm. I mean, I wouldn't have done that, but, but still the hint, the hint hint is the issue. I just like Gurley over him, but okay. But take that out of, of the, out of play here. Think about taking, uh, I mean, I can't say David Johnson, but Ezekiel Elliott, like that burns. You can say David Johnson because David Johnson is playing. Yeah, that's not very well. Yeah, it, well, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I no, would rather right.
1: have Philip Lindsay than Le'Veon Bell right now.
0: Yeah, I mean, the the only positive that actually came out of it was the uh, ascension of James Conner. And that's right. one of the things why, personally, I, w- I hope Le'Veon Bell doesn't come back. If he's not traded, which it seems like the Steelers are just so butt-sized to not do it, like they... Just, they, they I can't believe that they don't want to not do this and move him for whatever. I guess there's the compensation of the third round pick and everything like that at the end get him off this team. Yeah, but that's not like the the third round pick compensation
1: is also like if he plays and he's not playing at all. So that, you know, the third round is not guaranteed. That can move down to a sixth, seventh rounder.
0: Yeah, So I get, get him out of here because uh, I don't, I don't want him to screw case. up James Conner. That's what I'm afraid of. And we're going to have to monitor it, but there there's more insanity with it. Articles now coming out of him potentially not uh, even showing up. But what I can say is that Next week, this is going to pop off. This is going to yeah. pop off. You know what I'm going to be for Halloween next week, by the way? Le'Veon Bell, and I just won't show up. That's You're gonna just going to be, gonna be a ghost? I just won't be there. Yeah, I'm going to ghost everybody. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do for the episode next week for Halloween. I'll just ghost it. I won't show up. You're and it'll like, be like all the guests. Yeah. Oh, just like our guests. <gasps> is that what's happening? Are we? Is this like <laughs> dating? Are we getting ghosted?
1: <laughs> we're getting ghosted. That's they don't exactly want to cancel on happening. us,
0: so they just – Well, I mean, actually, they do tell us that they're canceling, so. Yeah. They at least respect us like a sliver.
1: We're on at noon, but they uh, take me at eight thirty yeah. to tell us working. Can- that's canceling. my favorite,
0: but bit. it's okay. That's, that's my favorite fine. bit. All right, uh, it's time for Bogman to touch some snaps. Hey, that's against the law. You're coming with me.
2: Uh, uh, uh. Can't touch me. Can't touch me.
1: Except for you, you can touch me. Why does it always sound dirty when you say it? Because touch some snaps, yeah,
0: you're touching snaps. Bogman touches snaps.
1: Well, they're getting less interesting because we've kind of worked out uh, a lot of situations. So I don't have nearly as many wide receiver situations the on. Best here. way to ever four. start a
0: segment. This is a lot less interesting. Well, but let's it's go. It's not.
1: I guess it's not less interesting, but there's less interesting spots. Is less what drama. I have said. Yeah. Right. So with things are worked out, you know, Alex Collins and Buck Allen is the first one. I'm probably just going to put them on every week because it seems to go back and forth this week. Alex Collins had 40 snaps with 14 touches. Buck Allen had 28 with only six. Gus Edwards got in there only seven snaps, but three touches in those seven snaps. Uh, between Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram, Alvin Kamara had 39, Mark Ingram had 35 of 71. Alvin Kamara 19 touches, to Ingram's 14. That's probably close to what it's going to be moving forward. Uh, Philip Lindsay, Royce Freeman, and Devontae Booker. Uh, Lindsay 35 of 59 with 15 touches. Royce Freeman 18 of 59 with 13 touches. So uh, he you're, only you're didn't done, touch the done ball with, on five snaps.
0: You're done with Freeman though, right? I mean, like not like you know, just like willy nilly cutting him for no reason. Or anything still,
1: thirteen like touches. Well, look, this week is bad because he didn't practice yesterday, Wednesday. He didn't practice today, Thursday. So
0: it's looking dicey for him this weekend.
1: So we'll see. It could be a big Philip win
0: that was a week. That was a burn for a lot of people this year, Royce Freeman.
1: Yeah, I'm one of those too. Uh-oh. And you were pissed. You couldn't have been more. I pissed could have been more mad you were more mad at me about that than anything else that we've done like podcasting wise
0: I was pretty I was but, pretty mad about the the freeman stuff that you know and that ends up happening to me too man that ha- happens where like I get my eyes set on something and then I get burned and then it just works out in my favor tenfold it, it, there's always one or two guys in every single sport every year that I want the shares of I get none of because of all the insanity and then I look back and I point and laugh
1: Uh, Great. Makes me feel great about uh, 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 who's our basketball guy. Marvin Bagley. Yep. That's I was thinking the same thing (laughs) Uh, for Tennessee. Deion Lewis, 45 of 71. Derrick Henry, 24 of 71. But only a difference of five touches, 19 for Lewis, 14 for Derrick Henry. Uh, Chicago, the situation between Cohen and Howard. Howard had four more snaps than Cohen. 46 of 82 for 13 touches. Tariq Cohen, four fewer snaps, 42, but he had one more touch at 14. Uh, With LaShawn McCoy going down only two snaps into the game, the difference between Chris Ivory and Marcus Murphy was fairly significant. 36 snaps for Chris Ivory, 18 for Marcus Murphy, 19 to 9 on the touches there. This
0: also happened the last time that McCoy had missed a game. Like, in-game, I think Marcus Murphy took over, and then everybody jumped on the Marcus Murphy train, and then Chris Ivory started the game where McCoy was out. So, like, mid-game, they went Murphy. In a new start without McCoy, it was all Chris Ivory. So, I'm I'm a Chris Ivory the, one here.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm a Chris Ivory between those two guys, but I think the— the point is, for Buffalo running backs, you probably don't want either one of them oh, because yeah. they've been terrible. Yeah, no doubt. So if that's like a if you have to. Speaking of if you have to, Marlon Mack, 37 snaps of 66, 21 touches for him. Naheem Hines taking a huge backseat, 17 snaps, only six touches. Jordan Wilkins had two fewer snaps and a one more touch than of- the Hines. 15 of 66.
0: Of note, uh, Marlon Mack was downgraded yeah. Thursday to a did not practice. So um, Right, they're saying harder. it's
1: precautionary, but it doesn't look very precautionary. It looks like he is going to be the true GTD this weekend. I'd love so. to see
0: a Friday like he was good to go and some positive comments because if he is, he's an absolute must start against Oakland.
1: Right. Absolutely. (laughs) Oakland's such a mess. Uh, For the Miami situation, once again, 35 of 56 for Kenyon Drake, 25 of 56 for Frank Gore. But Frank Gore had one more touch than Kenyon Drake. It seems like Drake is getting in between 10 and 15 more snaps and fewer touches every single week because they run Frank Gore. But the only week Frank Gore is better is is when he rips off a couple of huge runs. He didn't do that this game, so Drake was much better. I put this one on here, the Welsh, just to show you 23 of 71 snaps for Trenton Cannon. Yeah, you're,
0: Six you're all on Trenton Cannon this week. This is Bogman's big play of the week. That's like a new little segment <laughs> we have to have. Bogman's out-of-left-field <laughs> segment.
1: Um, let's see. Philly, Wendell Smallwood, 35. Corey Clement, 25. Josh Adams, 8. Of 67, Wendell Smallwood had one more touch than Corey Clement, 11 to 10. Josh Adams got in there with four. Uh, the important. new Cleveland situation, Nick Chubb, 45 of 68, 18 rushes. Duke Johnson, 35 of 68. So only 10 fewer snaps, but only five touches.
0: Duke Johnson so, started the game last week, too. I I expect that's so got to change. Who cares? Chubb's got to have the like, start this week.
1: Yeah. I, he had one rush for negative one yard. Yeah. The other garbage. four touches were uh, all catches. Uh, Peyton Barber, thirty-five of ninety-five. Chalk Quiz Rogers, thirty of ninety-five. Ronald Jones, twenty-nine of ninety-five. We expect Ronald Jones to go up this week. We'll see if it actually happens. Well, and Ronald Jones uh, has been
0: running with the ones because Peyton Barber was out on Wednesday. He was he came back. back on Thursday. Yeah, he though. was limited on Thursday and looks like he might be a go. But Ronald Jones seems to be ticking up, and if Barber's banged up a little bit, I kind of I think this might be a solid week for Ronald Jones to get. More of a run.
1: We hope so, but this was 95 snaps, which I believe is the most offensive snaps for a team this year. So everybody getting in 30 isn't going point. to happen every week in Tampa Bay.
0: Yeah. So we'll, we'll Chuck see. Chuck was Rogers can there. gladly sit.
1: Yeah, please. Uh Mouse Fart 22 of 58 mm. for the Niners. Alfred Morris, 20 of 58, Matt created down to five. Matt not healthy.
0: So they need to stop he got- putting him in.
1: He got five touches on five snaps, though. I thought that was pretty <laughs> impressive. Like, he's in there, he's getting the ball. And then uh, at, in Atlanta with Freeman on the IR, uh, Tevin Coleman, 37 of 65, 13 touches. Edo Smith, 28 of 65, Chagita. nine touches. Uh, as far as wide receivers go, uh, Christian Kirk was getting in there, 52 of 66, more than Chad Williams, 45 of 66. But Chad Williams had more uh, catches. In Tennessee, Tajay Sharp with a big week. He had the second-most snaps behind Corey Davis, and he had seven receptions. Taylor, 49 in there. Uh, New England, it looks like Edelman and Gordon are the front runners now. Hogan was third this week. And in Jacksonville, which is still a mess, and Bortles is starting again for whatever reason. uh, Moncrief led with Cole, three fewer, and Westbrook, five fewer. But they're usually all three on the field at the same time.
0: Mm. How was uh, Monday night with Bogman? Uh, Monday night when Bogman
1: is over.
0: Oh, forever. So, Never happening again.
1: Yeah. I, Evan was very excited because the Falcons were playing, and that was it. It was like me hanging out mm-hmm. with Evan, Sorio, and Dusty. So I won't, like, if I miss a Thursday, which after this Thursday, I'll be missing the next two because we have uh, first pitch and then the Steelers play, uh, I won't be making it up on Monday because no one shows up. And that's fine. Yeah. You know, no big deal.
0: But, so. you know, people could come. Join the ITL army, get all the other perks, the group me rooms, all the stuff, support us. And they could start overwhelming the live feed. So Bogman just doesn't have a choice. It becomes so important that he can never miss one and has to give up his life on Thursdays.
1: Except for if the Steelers play. So it's tough for everyone. Yeah, (laughs) like in any capacity of life.
0: In any capacity of my life, yes. like like the government could have a complete changeover. They're taking people's out of people out of their houses and stuff. Bogman would buy guns and be like, "You're not taking me until the goddamn Steelers are over." <laughs> like it, like there's nothing that could stop Bogman from seeing a Steeler game. You've never missed one hey, in. Don't touch my satellite. Eighteen years.
1: Twenty. Um, yeah, uh, nineteen seasons. So not one game.
0: 16? No, that's insane.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, you know, uh, I, I've had things come up where I probably should have missed a game. But Absolutely, you have
0: <laughs> very important things, and
1: it's like, nope, nope, not important things. Other people's weddings.
2: I mean, <laughs> <laughs> dear friends, not of my yours. wedding. Okay.
1: Yeah, well, you know, if, if it's that important that I'm there,
0: you should schedule around me. You heartless, heartless son of a You
1: bitch. hate you hate when I say that. Like
0: you you're like you're it's sh- a, it's yeah, the you Yeah, mo- you heartless. It's the most ridiculous statement. Like like everyone should well, be like it's like,
1: also a true statement. Like if it's that important that I'm there, if you really have the to
0: whole wedding there, is around Bogman.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, look, my my friend got married in Orlando. I my my friends got married in Orlando. Well, I went ridiculous. to go see them get married. That was during the football season. I went there. It was an important thing I went. They got married on Saturday. If they had got married on Sunday, I wouldn't have bothered making the trip.
0: Yeah. That's uh, I mean I mean that's ridiculous to Go to Florida at all, so for a while. Yeah, yeah, so
1: I'm not horrible. I just don't do it during the game. I'll I'll go to a destination wedding if I can afford it. Don't die as long during as it's football on Sunday.
0: Don't die during football either. Yeah, or Bogman yeah. will send save
1: a, that for baseball season.
0: <laughs> save the death for that. All right, uh, let's get into your questions. It's time for the ITL ball back. ITL.
2: I seem to be dropping all your mail. Ah! I guess I'm a clumsy mailman. You're a bad
1: mailman.
0: Ball bag at inthisleague.com brought to you by our friends over at Watch Co. Go check them out right now. Use promo code ITL. Get hooked up with a great, great, not only sponsor, but a company that supports ITL. We absolutely love their watches. You can interchange the straps. The uh, actual dial of the watch is one of my favorite. It is very, um, I don't don't—I don't know what the word is. It's not simplistic. It's very, um, like, it's not messy. There's not a ton going on with it, and it's very elegant looking. Go check them out. It's very, very cool. City Watch Co. And on all the social medias, City Watch Co. What do the animals want to ask us this week, Bogman?
1: Hello, fellas. Hi. At, one point, at this point, it seems like even the Lions have to routinely give carries to carry on. If he averages 18 touches a game going forward, all the Lions receivers are going to disappoint going forward, right? Oh. Gracias, CK. Well,
0: um, Okay, step me through. Why are all the Lions wide receivers going to disappoint? Because, because Johnson carry on has, to.
1: has to get so many carries a game now because he's good.
0: Um, No, that's like a wildly like, think- weird statement.
1: I think someone has to disappoint
0: each week, though, right? Yeah, well, I'm, I think I've said that since day one. There's always going to be one of those guys, but I always felt but it's it Marvin Jones. But it hasn't been like that since day one.
1: So uh, th- since day one, it's been, man, it's really impressive that they're getting all three of these guys involved.
0: Yeah, but Marvin Jones, I think was, it's safe to say, of the three, is the least trustworthy.
1: Yeah, I mean, last week, none of them were good. Kenny yeah. Galladay, two for 37, Tate, four for 36, and Marvin Jones, three for 29.
0: Well, I mean, so, and also, Kerryon Johnson was just everything. It was absolutely yeah, everything. Yeah, he had 19 carries and two catches. Yeah, so. I think Kerryon Johnson, they've got to move forward with more. Like... Theo Riddick, get him just in that Duke Johnson role. We don't need to give him a bunch of carries. I'm still super annoyed at Garrett Blunt. He's one of the most annoying active running backs on a weekly basis that he just takes away from people. Well,
1: goal-line vultures always He's suck. the
0: Hamburglar. He's just stealing from everybody. It's super annoying.
1: Oh, I hate the Hamburglar.
0: I know. He's always taking your hamburgers, right? Almost
1: as much as I hate Swamp Thing. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Not quite your
0: enemy, but uh, Swamp Thing, yeah, well, arch nemesis. and. well— the, you would
1: think the game script this week against Seattle, too, would be run because Seattle's 24th against the rush and third against the pass. Yeah. So this seems to set up for another week of possible disappointment from someone. But I would say this week, don't expect them all to disappoint. I think from a week-to-week basis, uh, I, and I'm with the Welsh, Marvin Jones is my guy because Kenny Galladay is... I think the best uh, of the And G- Golden Tate is... It's Golden Tate and AB as the only... Wide receivers the last four years to have ninety receptions each year. So Golden Tate I don't is
0: think the he's, he's like the pillar of consistency. I think Kenny Galladay is the most explosive and dynamic receiver there. Um, for me, it's Galladay Tate, and then from the running perspective, I mean they haven't had twenty carries in a game by one single running back all season. I'm not so so sure it's ever going to happen. So I would expect somewhere from I think they do need to commit to at least fifteen carries to carry on Johnson per game. And guess what? He only has done that twice this year, both times, where he's had over 15 carries, he's had over 100 yards rushing. So 15 carries for on Johnson, that's where I'll be looking. But those 15 carries, they obviously have the chance to disappoint, and the goal line uh, touchdowns could be taken away, but I'm very comfortable with on Johnson. I'm very comfortable with the two Detroit wideouts.
1: Uh, I'm in a keeper league where you can keep three players with no draft spot implications, I currently have Gordon Barkley and Kamara. I also have Connor and would love to move him for a wide receiver. What do you feel his value is in a keeper league and what level of receiver should I be targeting? I'm very weak at that position right now. Thanks. I'm your Huckleberry, Doc Holliday.
0: Okay, so, yeah, because the keepers he have, locked in. That ain't changing, right? Or you're not going to get nutty and have Connor over – Melvin Barkley or Kamara, right?
1: Well, I mean, if you trade one of those guys, you're trading them for another keeper wide receiver. So that would be your keeper. It's not like you would trade one of those guys and then not keep, uh, not keep whoever you trade for and keep Connor. I mean, I guess you could trade for two guys if you wanted to, if you wanted to flip, you know, whatever it is, uh, Melvin Gordon or Saquon Barkley and get two, you know, really good wide receivers like an AJ Green and someone else, Golden Tate, somebody like that, uh, because someone's desperate for a running back, and they're and thinking then you about keepers, keep Connor, maybe.
0: Right? Well, I, it's ironic you, ironic. you say that because I was thinking Connor for AJ Green.
1: Yeah, I just don't know if you get that done because of the unknown stuff with Le'Veon. Like Connor's a really hard player to trade.
0: But in a keeper league, if you are, if the team that has AJ Green maybe is stifling and is kind of like middling. Those are the places you could take advantage. With James Conner, what I'm doing, what you just kind of alluded to, is I'm looking for the teams that are essentially out of it, maybe kind of close, maybe they're teetering, and do something where they clearly don't have great keepers. Or if the keeper decision is between A.J. Green and James Conner, I would float that out there. I'd be looking top, top stuff. I mean, I don't think you can get Julio Jones, but I would be Devontae Adams, A.J. Green, Julio. I don't think you're
1: getting any of those guys. You don't
0: think you're getting one single one of them?
1: Not for Connor. But see, I no. think
0: you're alluding. You're, I think you're thinking like you're trading to a team that's in it.
1: That's true. It's a keeper league. So, um
0: You do yeah, for Tyree okay. Kill?
1: Yeah, I would do that. No matter what? Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, I would do that. So I think that's the range. you
1: have three good running backs. I think, yeah. You could, if you're
0: trading, t- t- back to Bogman's point too, if you want to go the Gordon, Bar- man, if you had to trade one, Kamara, Barkley, or Gordon, which one? Barkley. And a keeper. Mm, yeah, probably. Okay. If yeah, I you, just think Gordon
1: and Kamara on really good offenses. Yeah, so I do too. I don't think I, I could mess with it.
0: If you wanted to go that route, the sky's the limit for you. And it doesn't matter where you target. But I think James Conner is the perfect target to a team that is kind of out of it and go get the best possible wide receiver you can. But I'd be looking for um, you know, top end guys. Talk to you. dear new Welsh order and bog nation of domination Hi. with the green with Green
1: Bay going up against the Rams this week. Is it finally time for an Aaron Jones breakout game in full PPR? I have Zeke and Eckler both on buys this week. Seems like the Packers will be trailing or tied at best for most of the game. And if McCarthy isn't a complete moron, they should have Jones in the hurry up offense. Maybe he had some uh, time to game plan better during the bye because he is clearly their best running back. Thanks, Eric, in Atlanta.
0: Do you? I don't
1: think I'd be predicting uh, a running back breakout against the Rams at all.
0: Yeah, a hundred. That's right? exactly what I was going to ask. Like, how you start that off? Like, is it finally time for the breakout? like against the Rams, dude. Uh, no, it's not timely finally time for the breakout. It's great they had a bye week. Might be some garbage time
1: for him, like he might rip off a big run or two because the Rams are protecting against the pass and he's the running back in there, but I don't think I would sit there and gamble on him being the back, uh, 100% 100% necessarily in for those. It could easily be Jamal Williams getting a couple big, huge rips up the middle well, uh, when they're down by 20 points.
0: Also think about, like, Ty Montgomery here. You know, if you're talking, if, if, let's say the team is down mm-hmm. and they're coming back. Okay, I know where you're going to go with this, but all I'm saying is, is in four games, Aaron Jones has been targeted in the passing game once, three times. One game he had three targets with two catches. Otherwise, one, one. One, if they are trying to play from behind, Aaron Jones in the in pass protection makes sense, but also Ty Montgomery can, you know, come off of first screen plays and they can be throwing the ball to him. I think the worst thing that can happen is for, uh, for Aaron Jones's value is for the Packers to be significantly down because I think it's pass, 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 and I think Ty Montgomery plays a bigger role. If some the, somehow they had a lead, it'd be actually an incredible thing for Aaron Jones because they would be grasping on to controlling the clock and the field, and they would want to be running the ball, Jamal Williams, Aaron Jones. So this is just not the game where I'm going to sit here and be like, oh, it's Aaron Jones' breakout. Maybe next week. Maybe against New England. Not against the Rams.
1: Yeah, I don't think it's against the Rams either. I mean, if it is, it's all because of garbage time. It's not because of a great game. Yeah, plan.
0: I mean, you no, know,
1: garbage time comes out of not game planning very well. Yeah, so. this is
0: one of those things where he's trying to talk himself into feeling good because his best backs are all on bye, and he's like, I got to put him in, so he's going to be great, right? Eh, no, he's <laughs> not guaranteed. I would. This is not the game of all the games he's had this year or that are in front of him. Let I me mean, look at this. This is the least likely game I feel good about. I mean. In the playoffs, well, Sue's banged up. Like I, I could, I can
1: see the situation where Aaron Jones has a good week, but you can see that for almost anybody at any point. Like it, here's the rest of his write schedule. the box. game script for this guy to be good.
0: New England, Miami, Seattle, Minnesota, Arizona, Atlanta, Chicago, and the Jets. Those are the games after the Rams. This is the least likely game I would be banking on a breakout. By the way, killer playoff schedule for Aaron Jones. Atlanta, Chicago, and the Jets. Like that. I mean, Chicago's a little bit.
1: How high will Mahomes be drafted next year? From Dan A. That's um, a good question. QB one, right? As of right now. Well,
0: I mean, that's not QB one. Isn't the question? I don't think at all. I think it's like, is he too top high for four? me? To draft? Yeah, like I'm not going to predict the round because I don't know what round quarterbacks are going to go. But I would say he they usually
1: start in round three or four.
0: Again, I'm not going to go, go round. Aaron Rodgers, right? I think he's going to be the third quarterback taken, if not the second. I think it's Rodgers, Brady, and Mahomes.
1: I think it's Mahomes, Brady, or Mahomes, Rodgers, Brady. Yeah,
0: I, I I think it could be. I'm going to still go Rodgers one. Well, yeah, the injury stuff could be weird, but I think it's like Rodgers, Mahomes, Brady is my initial rank, but I'm not going to sit here and argue if Mahomes isn't number one. He finishes out this year. Jesus. What's up, fellas?
1: Uh, oh, I Jesus. have two quick questions. First, in my 10-team PPR Dynasty League, I need some running back help as I am the Bell and Gordon owner. On my bench, I have Derrick Henry, who I've been holding for the past two years. I've been waiting for him to get his shot, which does not appear to be happening with Lewis there. Am I crazy for thinking about dropping Henry? Replacement options would be Latavius Murray or Ronald Jones. With it being Dynasty, I'm leaning towards Jones, but Murray may provide more short-term security. Mm My only other running backs on my roster are Nick Chubb and T.J. Yeldon, who are both in my starting lineup as of now.
0: Well, can't you drop something else for Murray, like a wideout? Your like fifth wideout? Do that. I uh, uh, okay, but are you against
1: dropping Derrick Henry for nah. Latavius Murray? I, don't I think guess I...
0: not. Not really. I'm I, if I'm dropping Murray, I want instant gratification, and I want Latavius Murray this week. Yeah. So that's it's what I'm going to work. Well, and he also says he's got Gordon and Bell. Yeah. Well, Derrick Henry's not going to work what I'm saying. So yeah, F Derrick cares? Henry. Go pick yeah. up Latavius Murray. He, if he, He's the lone guy this week. Enjoy all the points.
1: Second question. Pick one to start this week in my 12-team standard scoring league. Chris Godwin, who's on my roster, or any of these free agents. Devin Funches, Tyler Lockett, or Bogman's boy, Robbie Anderson. Keep up the great work, and thanks for all you guys do. Brian Hoover.
0: <laughs> I'm going to go... <laughs> I'm going to go. I want to say Funches, but I'm going to say Lockett.
1: Uh, I think I'll go with Funches. Okay. I'm not, not a Funches guy, but uh, he's, not against uh, he's been looking pretty good. I just this don't year. like he's Cam this week. Number one. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't. Robbie Anderson's nothing until he's something. So no, he's goodbye. A loser. Uh, <laughs> is it time to jump into a white Ford Bronco and leave the corpse of Corey Davis behind? Oh. Orenthal James.
0: Oh, Orenthal. What a, what a callback to the white Ford Bronco. Um, I mean, what do you think?
1: Yeah, he's he's not going to do anything
0: this year. No, I thought he was no, going to do all I'm, the stuff and the things. And so did I.
1: It's not going to happen. He got 15 I mean, he's got no targets in week the ball. four.
0: He's had two sucks. double-digit target games. He does suck.
1: Sucks, dude. He's a loser.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay. What about this though?
1: I don't think he's a loser. I think he's in a bad situation. Nah, you're right. First time situation sucks there. You're so the first time. I think it, he's he's probably. I mean, he's not Devontae Parker, but he's not great. So
0: yeah, I don't. Again, I don't know if like. I just have a hard time where it's like, is it time to leave him behind? Uh, listen, OJ, are you playing in a 10-team um, league? And there's a lot of other cool guys that are out there. Are guys like Lockett out there? If you have all those options, yeah, cut him. Cut the cut the glove, throw it down into the grass, into the bushes. Yeah. Do all that you I want. I think if you have Cortland
1: Sutton, you might be able to dump Corey Davis. Yeah, go go ask Cato uh, hey- for advice next time. Hey, guys, much appreciation for all the hard work and entertainment. Little after the fact, uh, G and T. I don't know what that means. Uh,
0: uh, little after the fact, G and T. What does that mean?
1: I'm sure that's something that everyone else knows
0: and we're too stupid Whoa, to wait, understand. Hold on. What, but. Okay. Guys, appreciation Ten for all the hard work. Hold on, point, hold on. Hard work and entertainment. Little. It, it has. It's like this is like a gratitude thing, like gratitude and thanks. Little sure. after the fact. Gratitude yeah, that and things. Right. I think I'm right.
1: Yeah, you figured it out. Way to be inspector.
0: Mm-hmm. Ten
1: uh, team on this
0: episode of. Are, so, no, I'm just kidding. Uh,
1: feeling deep at running back with Melvin Gordon, uh, Jordan Howard, Drake, Royce, AP, uh, Aaron Jones, and Sony Michelle. I decided uh, to up my wide receiver crop and dealt Jordan Howard and Diggs for OBJ and D Thoughts mm-hmm. on that deal? It was before the Sony injury. And how concerned would you be about OBJ with the state of the Giants? Possibility of a shutdown by the team or OBJ himself. By the way, starting wide receivers right now are Antonio Brown, OBJ, and Sanders. Hashtag bug nation uh, domination. Steeler Nation, P.S., sorry for the novel, but as an owner in the Satellite and Champs League, why no IR spots? Thanks so, so much, Pistol Pete. No IR spots because uh, that's the standard. That's the standard in fan tracks and in uh, Yahoo, so no IR spots. So There you go. Uh, that's the easy one. What do you think about this deal, the Welsh? Jordan like Howard and Stefan Diggs for OBJ and Djax.
0: Don't like it. Yeah, I'm not big. I don't on like giving either. up Howard and Diggs. Like, no. No, 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 no. If yeah, you
1: Deshaun Jackson is nothing with Winston. He's a there,
0: loser. So if you, you should have given if you would have given up um Diggs and Kenyon and Drake, much better deal. Much, much better deal. I don't like how far off is Diggs from OBJ? Not that far. How far uh, off is Jordan Howard from Deshaun Jackson? A lot. I think,
1: yeah. And you, and that's and that's the thing. Like the, the drop-off is bigger from uh you know whatever it is, Howard or Diggs to, to Djax. It doesn't make up the difference. And
0: so think of this. You you're, your your down turn here is from Howard to AP or Howard to Drake or Howard to Jones or Royce Freeman. That's a big drop-off. I don't think the improvement from Diggs to OBJ is that big but i think it's a big drop from howard to wherever you went i get what you were doing you got the single best yeah. player in the trade and i'm always a well, fan of that and you're deep but i'll just be honest i just i don't i don't love it
1: the way this works is if jordan howard completely falls off and Tariq Cohen takes over like a lot of people think is going to happen good point happen, that's a good point i think it's still a 50-50 split though i'm not into that narrative
0: so yeah i'm i'm uh, on this trade i would give i'm eh, i i do not even know if it was a percentage wise i think it's 55 on the other end yeah. Okay. All right, there you go. That's it. That's Not all the questions. All the questions. Look at that. Ballbag You can send those in. We can gleefully answer them as we go along our wonderful day. We are now going to talk to our friend, the all-in kid, Jake Seely.
2: I swear to God, I'll pistol whip the next guy that says in this league. Hey, Farva, what's the name of that restaurant you like with all the mozzarella sticks? <laughs> in this league. Oh,
0: Time to get All In with the All In Kid. It's time for Jake Seely from The Athletic and All In Sports. And if you haven't checked it out, you, you guys had a pretty big announcement that All In Sports, Jake, is in theory five days a week now.
2: Yeah, in theory it is. Oh, Yeah, Oh, is. I'm ready for this show. My shoes are tied. Or actually, they're not because I have slippers on. So my slippers are in place. I'm <laughs> ready slippers to Slippers on? How old are you, Jake? Come on. <laughs> 73. How what Okay.
0: What? <laughs> I gotta take a guess here. Please tell me they're not just normal slippers. They're they gotta be of a like or something. Like they're right? like a Mega Man slipper. No. <laughs> they have a little like <laughs> head of a of a of a creature on top of it. Like it's like a uh, Scarlet Witch.
2: No, I, I don't even know what brand, hold on, I'm gonna find out what brand it no, so okay. I have not the best circulation and I have very long feet and hands. And how old are you? like seventy three. I'm serious. So <laughs> <laughs> the fact, like, my extremities get cold very easily, and I work from home. My feet get cold old. I always wear—I am never not wearing socks unless I'm um, at the beach or out, like, that type of, Like, my feet just always get cold, so I have to wear slippers. I'm looking for the brand, right? Oh, the brand—they're totes. They're totes great, man. Totes. I feel like <laughs> oh. if you
0: worked in an office, if I worked with you, you'd be the guy that it's like, yeah, guys, it's kind of cold in here. Can we turn up the heat? And everyone's like, no, no. no, no,
2: no, no. No, no, no. Okay. So I, I dress appropriately. I, actually, in my own house, even during the summer, I always wear something with long sleeves because my hands will get cold while I'm typing. I take care of it myself. Okay. Yeah, you, well,
1: I'm glad you're not that annoying guy in the office because there's that one no, skinny I'm guy. guy at
2: home. Yeah, yeah
1: the, there's the one skinny guy, and then everyone else looks like me in the Welsh, and they're like, yeah, that air
2: conditioning's not moving. They're now. like, guys, is it cold so, in
0: here? And I'm like, no. Do you, no, see, the, you see the sweat no. stains on the shirt? No, it's yeah, freaking no, no, no. hot. I,
2: I never had – the offices, if anything, in an office when I was working in offices were always warm, if anything. And then if I ever had to deal with, like, during the winter with my feet, i just bring in, like, a foot warmer or something like that. Like, the actual – not like the –
0: That's <laughs> a, so a weird. Warmer, this is yeah. so weird. I it's hope like ever – thing. Everybody for uh Christmas, send Jake please just foot things. Get send him slippers. <laughs> That's all that I want. There's which a bunch also,
1: of... by the way, I send hate... a Rex Ryan video. <laughs> I hate feet in general. They're disgusting.
0: A weird Dude, Jake, <laughs> like, all right, let's not do this. But feet are the grossest <laughs> thing on the planet. Like
2: oh no no, no. I don't even watch your so. Uh, Unless they're clean socks that you just put on, I don't even want your socks, like, on near a pillow that, like, is on my couch because that pillow might somewhere come to contact with my head at some point. I don't want your feet near it. I don't want your feet near me. I agree. I don't like, socks on, clean socks that you just swapped out, okay, maybe I can live with, but... No, your feet, bare feet, and any socks that have been worn on anything do do not get them near me or anything that might touch. I me. feel like
0: Bogman right now is just like wiggling his feet up and down, just like if if we were on a camera, he would try to be like messing with us. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. I, I would be totally screwing with you guys. No, I I'm just it. not doing anything. Like I, I, I'm not like a foot fan or anything, but I'm not mm-hmm. like uh, part of the <laughs> anti-foot brigade that you guys are in. I'm no like, feet or so, feet, they're usually gross.
0: Firmly so. against. I'll I'll join <laughs> uh, I'll join parades to go against feet like. Groups. Band
2: feet? Well, this is what the band kickers Imagine I mean, the, those kind of feet fell. after those parades. Oh, that's fell, why you hate so.
0: kickers so much, because they just only use their feet.
2: They only <laughs> use their feet. That's another book. Bar- yeah, so, so there's a girl I was talking to a little while ago. She sent me gifts of, like, foot jam and somebody licking somebody's toes. And I was oh. like, yeah, this isn't going to work. No, oh, so oh. I mean, that's oh, not man. why. But <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. What? Not oh. into that. Yeah, no thanks. No, what she, what, she did it as when I, she found out how much I hate feet. That's oh. what I'm oh. well, She's the worst it type wasn't of just person. she's funny then. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't like, oh look, look like this is what his tracks. This I'm is gonna... what I'm into right here. <laughs> <laughs> let me slide into your G- you DMs, Jake. Here's feet. some
0: feet. What do you think? All right, let
2: me slide into your DMs. Yellow feet first. skin that falls off in between your toes. Oh,
0: oh Jesus Christ! God. What is happening here? Okay, let's I, talk about football. Listen, Wait, well,
2: sports, of not, I never even really talked about
0: sports. Well, no, that's where I'm leading you to. I was about to be like, hey, one of the reasons that Jake gets to work from home is because he's working at great places like The Athletic, which you can get his ranks and the New Orleans Sports, but maybe i'm thinking that's why you are home is because you have to talk about the crusty yellow things between feet but you can get all this great banter and more because all in sports has expanded you have the podcast all in sports which has been twice a week but uh, but you and our dear friend joe who we host the fantasy black book with you guys have a brand new setup so i lead it to you and all of your foot power here to tell us about what all cool stuff you have going on at all in sports
2: yeah, it, it's, the, it's a Patreon page. Like, you got, like everybody's doing these days because... Ah, but we've been
0: doing it, for a long time, Jake. Two, two, yeah, two plus science. years. Okay, I'm just... Yeah. Don't clump us in with all the other losers. We've been doing this for a long time. Okay. <laughs> we've got establishment. You're
2: one of the, you're, you're one of the trend centers. Thank you. That? Thank is you. That I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. And, and then the, all the other people that jumped on the bandwagon, like me. Yeah, is they, that better?
0: Uh, love it. Love it. Great sell right now. Keep going. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, <laughs> patreon.com is front slash... All in Sports. Very simple. Just like the discount for the Athletic is theathletic.com dot front slash All in Sports. I made it really easy for everybody. But yes, we are starting this podcast Mondays and Wednesdays for that's Joe, myself, and I, it seems like we have a third person in place. Uh, sorry, Scott, if you're super excited about that, but you're you're at least filling in tomorrow. We're, we got to talk. Joe and I are talking this out this afternoon. This is what happens when you try to introduce something in. The person for everybody that knows out there, I guess this is the announcement. Benny Richard is not going to be doing this. This was actually Benny's idea, and now he's not doing it.
0: (laughs) That's that sucks. And Benny did one of the first shows I listened because you guys have, um, I think you posted it on the all in sports feed because it's essentially like a Monday through Friday thing, but also on your Patreon, you guys have unlocked those two episodes but i think they're also available right. on the feed that you had and benny did the first one and then uh benny's on the episode and he's gone get to the back of the line no more benny
2: <laughs> it's like <laughs> the episode of south park where they're trying to get the url and it's gone and he's yeah. gone, <laughs> <It's> gone. <laughs> no benny
0: more benny yeah. okay so you guys so, uh bogman's i think what it bogman's filling in on friday to do because you guys have uh well, i don't take away from you but you guys have a cool structure of monday through friday shows you're doing if we've got some all-in sports fans
2: Right, so Tuesdays and Thursdays are still the All in Sports podcast with my regular rotating guest of special people that you both have been on, mm-hmm. and you know, that's why I said special people. But bad audio and when I was
0: on, so I need to be back on.
2: Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, that's true. You were one of the first yeah. and it's, uh, for that wonderful two-star review that i got when i asked people to be patient and understand i was working through new equipment oh, and he lizard. still said two stars your audio audios like thank you for listening i appreciate yeah. that because apparently you listened and didn't <laughs> listen at the same time so <laughs> in any case uh, yeah mondays and wednesdays are going to be patreon only those are joe me and the announced third guest when we figure all that out and do i know who it is fridays are i think so but
0: is it the know. person that canceled on us today
2: it's possible, but ah, okay. so, like, it's funny because my original idea was to do something similar with those two, and then Benny suggested it. So I was like, All right, well, I guess we're doing it with Benny, but now I guess we're not doing it with Benny. So, <laughs> and mostly the biggest problem is the half the people like you guys don't get up until noon our time. Well, yeah, like, well that's bogged. That's You're bog. going to work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah that's true. You know, Scott's also working until like 1.30 in the morning, like yeah. the rest of us. But 1.30 in the morning for you, Scott, is 4.30 yes. for well, we're us. Also,
0: we're also over here, Jake, trying to milk our listeners here, too. Not just you. We're milking our listeners here, too. So we we understand the whole thing. Right. But you guys have four, essentially the two free episodes, which is the is right. Jake, the two episodes where it's the crew, and then the right. Friday episode, what you're alluding to, is kind of the... I, I love uh, Pisa Pia's name. It's the unsealed episode. It's Without Jake, it's no Jake and Joe, and then mystery person. Trouble. And Bogman is the person that is, uh, I think, filling in for this first edition.
2: Yes, and that is that is how it's going to be. We real early tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, what nine o'clock? Haven't heard about it uh, four times eight.
0: already. Yep.
2: Eight. eight. Eight.
1: Yeah, Joe don't. wants to go at eight thirty because he has to travel apparently or something. So no, super busy I don't
0: guy. Know.
2: Maybe I'll have something personal come up. God we forbid don't. us East Coast people having a life too. Something you know? personal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so.
0: yeah. Just send an email but at eight in the morning. Same
2: thing as like you guys do. We'll have like a special <laughs> YouTube show during the month and a special podcast where we just talk about. Game of Thrones and wrestling and my non date life and stuff like that. You yeah, know? More it's a sort of yeah, more foot conversation.
0: Yeah, more foot conversation. I think it'll An sell. An
2: hour's worth of foot conversation.
0: Yeah. All right. Oh. So everyone go check it out. Patreon.com slash all in sports. While you're doing it, don't be cheap. Sign up for ITL Army. I'm just kidding. Just do whatever you want. I don't care. Uh, we got we'll lots of people it. there. we love to have Pick people there. Yeah, yeah, and you and you guys have uh you guys have some cool stuff. I mean, that's a lot of shows and a lot of content. So uh people wanna go check it out and, and we highly support. Book. It black. Oh, and they get yeah, they can get a black book. I know. I mean, we host part of the black book too. Somehow that should be involved maybe in the future. Just throwing that out there. Just you know, making maybe should maybe somehow. Making suggestions. Um lots of cool stuff, <laughs> Jake, we love you. Let's get into some football stuff. How about that?
2: Oh, okay. I thought we were just doing some more foot stuff. Yeah. Oh no! no. Please, please.
0: Even talking about feet is making me
2: crazy. Talking about foot stuff probably makes it worse. Too. It does. Yeah, it sure I had to tie, does. and I had to yeah. tie
0: my shoe before the show for whatever reason because my my it felt weird having like a loose shoe. And this is essentially what led to it. it was just me tying my <laughs> shoe. So this is a problem. Jake, let's start with this. David Johnson, PPR. He's eleventh. Uh, standard. He's been tenth. Is he a low RB one for the rest of the year? Can he regain that? Upper running back status now that they fired stupid Mike McCoy. They had no game plan of what to deal with. There's been lots of other weird stuff out there that David Johnson couldn't pick up the playbook. Uh, maybe he just wasn't grasping it. We have to assume that Byron Leftwich is going to simplify the offense. And the best way to simplify stuff with uh, a new offensive coordinator would just be go with your most talented person. That is David Johnson. And it's not like it's an unfavorable matchup this week about San Francisco. So talk to me about your feelings on David Johnson rest of the year.
2: So I have had David Johnson as a low for weeks on end as because to your point, Worst case scenario, he's still low R- low end RB one when he was being misused. That's my biggest issue. Is people are like, God, what do I do with David Johnson? And I compared it to Michael Thomas last year. Michael Thomas at the beginning of the season, it was people were like, Oh, Michael Thomas, he's he's just kind of disappointed. Like, oh, I'm sorry, the tenth wide receiver in the season is disappointed. Now, maybe mm-hmm. he's not top four like you wanted him to be, but God forbid that you just have a consistent guy who's just not the number one player at his position. So. David Johnson, worst case, he continues to be what he is. He's a fringe RB one. If you're gonna complain about that, give him to me. I will take him in every single league. I've traded for him in multiple leagues. The best part is we got rid of Mike McCoy. And I say we because I know they did. I have a feeling that the fans and fantasy people we, we had to take part. They a had little signs. Bit. A little bit. They
0: had signs. The game, the game after he got fired, there were signs out here in whatever the hell they've called it. What's it what did it get changed to, Bogman? Is it still it's some stupid name now? the arena the uh, i don't
1: know you, it's not university of phoenix anymore uh, no stadium? i don't think it
0: is it's some it's some lame like name. bank
1: of america stadium or S- something like that but, i don't know what it's
0: but called. it doesn't matter there were signs out in the crowd of fire mike mccoy and people were screenshotting it and sharing it everyone was done with mike mccoy everyone played their part and got him the hell you get on so, out of here yes
2: yes so i will it's state farm stadium by the way that's what it is state lame okay this oh ball's there that's awesome. Stupid. So now maybe I should go visit and everybody can keep asking me about my damn pants all the time. Like that joke isn't run its course.
0: Oh, oh yeah. Oh, that's so uh, isn't that lame? Uh, cause your name's Jake yeah.
2: from State Farm. What are you Farm? wearing? Still, uh... still, 2018. Still I'll walk into a Chick-fil-A. Uh, uh, to go order for Jake. Oh from State Farm. Uh, oh my god, are you uh-huh. serious? Uh-huh. Yeah, still in 2018. khakis. Uh-huh. That's stupid. Uh-huh. All right, go, sorry, people. go on. So David uh-huh. David Johnson, no. everyone did their part. And yes, and left, which is taken over, which here's the best part. He's probably going to stop asking David Johnson to run it straight to damn the middle of the defense, which is the least efficient place to run for any running back. But it's especially inefficient for David Johnson, who's terrific in space, terrific in the passing game, terrific as a player, period. You can run him between the tackles, but it doesn't have to be every running play. What a surprise. So, yes, the arrow should be pointing up. If you told me going forward and I had to bet on like an over-under rb position what he would be for the rest i'd say uh because you can't i don't want to be able to you know have a wash so i won't say five i'll say five and a half i'll say under five so between the top five rb top five running back rest of the way
0: i'm interested too because uh-huh. i'm i was looking at the fantasy pros ranks this week which um you know you're always uh, uh deep deep in all of it and david johnson is eighth this week which i feel like that shows a tad bit of the comfortability of a new offense, but people are also being maybe a little at bit, six. little bit. Do you have them at six? They're being a little bit cautious. What if I were to ask you this: David Johnson or Alvin Kamara, rest of season? David Johnson. Easy.
2: Oh, I don't have to think about it. I and mean, because you know what? I know what his uses is it's going to be every single week. I, Alvin Kamara, we just saw it two weeks ago. Everybody was panic. It was the biggest panic fest you could find after the Mark Ingram game came back. And you're going to tell me that's not going to happen again at least once for the rest of the season. And there's going to be games where it's 50-50. Go back to last year. Yes, at the end of the season, they're both. Top twenty running backs. Alvin Kamara, top five running. Now back David Johnson's
1: been banged up, though. Jake, you're not you're not afraid of him getting uh, hurt again with the the high amount of usage we're expecting from him.
2: No, I, okay. I, I mean I, you can run that risk with everybody. I that's mean, true. The, the use of Kamara and the fact that he hasn't been hurt so far, given his body mass index, like that's actually kind of surprising. Hopefully, he doesn't. But I mean, we could play that game with most. Of, Saquon yeah, Barkley is touching the ball 8 billion times a game. And as a Giants fan, I'm scared to death every single time he catches <laughs> Like, I just, because I mean, you saw the one where he leaped two weeks ago into the end zone and he kind of jammed his hip. I was like, oh my God. Yeah, I was insane. on with you right after that. We were yeah. kind of worried about what it. What about so. Barkley so, versus
0: Johnson rest of the season?
2: Oh, yeah. it's Barkley.
0: Like, okay, there's another easy tier difference. Yes. Okay.
2: Like I think there's a clear, there's a clear break for me. I mean, it's the Gurley, Barkley, um, who am I forgetting? What's the other, the third one? Hunt. Uh, yeah, I would take Gordon. Hunt and then, oh, Melvin Gordon. Oh. Thank you. Yeah, healthy Melvin Gordon. Okay, so there's four. And then David Johnson would be in the next group with like uh, Joe Mixon and Dalvin Kamara. And but I would put David Johnson near the top. And obviously, I'm not including the Steelers guys because once Le'Veon Bell's back, he's because. going to take over that backfield. But I don't think it's going to be the eighty percent we used to see anymore.
0: Man, we, so, we, did, we did David Johnson at the beginning of the show. I just, like, I just I feel like every single week we can continuously have the conversation of different topics with with Le'Veon Bell, and just none of them get us anywhere until there's resolution. I hate it. I, hate
1: I like it. Be, the, the last he's day he can show up is the twelfth. It's clearly
0: the day he's going to show up unless they so. gets yeah. traded, of course. unless they wind up trading him, which yeah. I don't think. Which is unless- they
2: can't because he has to show up for them to trade him.
0: And that's why I've Uh, speculated that it was going to be the 30th the day before the trade deadline. But all right, whatever. All right. What do we got, Boggs?
1: Well, what are your thoughts on Amari Cooper going to the Cowboys now? (laughs) I know he's been terrible with Oakland, but he seemed like a talent coming out of, uh, you know, Alabama. He made the Pro Bowl early in his career. He's still only the same age as Calvin Ridley. Is there anything to this? (laughs)
2: Nope, 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 no no no
0: no 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 nope. You don't think he was underused in Oakland? What? You don't think he was underused in Oakland? He was either underused or overused in every game. It's either
1: one target or seventeen
2: targets. So how far
0: how far out are you on the Amari Cooper with the Cowboys?
2: As far as I've always been out on Amari. If anybody didn't get that reference, by the way, that was from Batman from the Lego movies. So in any case, oh yeah, actually good reference. I love that movie and if you listen to tomorrow's all in sports oh. it's part of the intro Is, it, is uh, it, so is it the is it the is it, it going to be free oh uh, we'll probably have to make tomorrow not have to make it i, I want to make tomorrow's free well, as like a, gonna it's going to be on it tomorrow yeah, so <laughs> it's going to have to be that free <laughs> that's right
1: glad i'm waking up early thanks jake
0: Appreciate that's, all, that's that. why I get in on it next week get in on uh, all the stuff next week all right so amari cooper why is he a loser
2: because like even when he was coming out of college, I didn't understand the excitement for him from a consistency level because I didn't see it in college personally, even going back to what I talked about during that time. I talked about his hands during that time and his hands continue to be an issue. And people are like, Oh, it'll be fine. it will lose something. It's overrated. You look at all this and people keep making excuses as they've done for his entire career. There's, Always an excuse with Amari Cooper. It's his age. This is the year the offense is going to change. He's be dealing with different coordinators. He just needs consistency. And the problem is, is people get caught up in that 150 yard, two touchdown game, and they're like, "Oh my God, look at what he could do if he just did this or did that or whatever." You know what we make excuses for? We make excuses for Devontae Parker. We make excuses for Josh Dobson. We make, and I'm not saying Cooper is not better than them because he is. He is definitively better than them, but. I'm going to say the same thing I said when he came out of college. And people ripped me for it. People ripped me the year after that. People rip me continually. He is Santana Moss. You want to tell me which four or five games I'm supposed to use him for? Sign me up. So he's Sean, Sean Jackson, basically. Sean
1: Jackson is a completely different game, uh, you know, dial. Completely different type, but it's I know theory. what you're saying as far as production goes
2: i say Deshaun Jackson's ceiling years would be the ceiling of what I would want from our Here's the best part about it, or not the best, the worst part is if they put him in the slot, he would be a really good slot receiver. And there's, there's numbers to back that up, but nobody's doing that so far. And now he's going to a team who throws Dak Prescott, less catchable balls to outside receivers than he ever saw with their car. I don't see how things are going to change. He's going to get blasted with targets, but he's still Amari Cooper. It's still Dak Prescott. It's still Dak Prescott, who hurt Des Bryant for everybody. Yes, Des still doesn't have a team, but go watch that one series where he overthrew him twice and then threw behind him the third time in three straight plays at the goal line from last year. Uh, it's just not a recipe to expect much better. So because of all that, for all the people that want to make excuses, go sell him high if you have him immediately. Do it before. you. And if you want to wait, maybe he has one giant game and then sell him for even more because people are going to always love Amari Cooper.
0: All right. Here's a couple who who do rathers the rest of the year. Amari Cooper. All of them. Or of John them. Brown.
2: <laughs> John Brown.
0: Amari Cooper. You or- know,
2: you, you, did you need to ask that? You know, I, I was do. like the that's biggest That's the John first Brown. one. I do. Well, that's down. the
0: first one. Yeah, yeah. We're, making, another one. we're making movement here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> of uh, Mari Cooper or Will Fuller oh god I'm yeah. not a huge Will Fuller guy I, if you tell me Cooper only because Fuller's not if you told me Coop Fuller would be 100% for the rest of the year I'll take Fuller But
0: but, but you're taking Cooper
2: because what is Fuller can't get up, stay on the field. That's my
0: Dave Chappelle moment.
2: Gotcha, bitch. Like I gotcha. Uh, <laughs> all right. How about this well, one? Well, the other part is too. Is nobody's talking about this? Deshaun Watson had to take a flipping twelve-hour bus to the game because he can't fly. That's so awesome. Like we're supposed to feel good about yeah, but that's this over with. Who's like, John Madden? Said he's going to be fine
0: now. Who's John Madden? Uh, Amari yeah, okay. Cooper or Josh Gordon?
2: Gordon.
0: Oh damn. Okay. Um, let's do one more. <laughs>
2: Let's do oh, one dear. more here. Let no, seriously. It. Josh Gordon. You're going to, to give me Tom Brady? and Yeah, that's great. Uh, Josh, Josh Gordon and Amari Cooper both playing with Tom Brady. I'm told taking, still taking Josh Gordon. All
0: right, this is the last one. Amari Cooper or Tyler Lockett?
2: I don't, I don't want to either. <laughs> Cooper because I know I can sell him after one giant you got to pick one. I just told you, but I threw a caveat on it. Is he has? I get Cooper because I'll use him as a trade bait. He has 120 yards and a touchdown, and I'm selling him for. Apparently, I could go sell him for. Uh, I don't know Ezekiel Elliott after that.
0: Yeah, I think that's fine. I think you are. Um, I think you're. You're definitely holding true to your statement because essentially where we've gone is I think you're making him like a middle to high wide receiver three, and that shows yes. the value that he's dropped down a decent amount and where you are with sellability. So, there you right. go.
2: And I even said that in the preseason. I said if you want to give me Amari Cooper as my wide receiver 3, ideally I already took two running backs so he's the fifth round, then fine, sign me up for that. He never makes it that far because somebody's always taking him at that 3-4 turn range as a wide receiver 2 because this is going to be the year. Let's talk about, let's stick with the
0: Raiders here for a minute, and let's talk about the other guy that has made movement, Doug Martin. What do you think about Doug Martin versus Jalen Rashard with Marshawn Lynch out? Any any trustability either way? Gruden says that Doug Martin is going to be there a workhorse, but Jalen Rashard is more of a Bogman guy. What do you think?
2: Yeah, I'm taking Jalen Rashard because Jalen Rashard, especially if I'm on PPR, the PPR is not even a question. Jalen Rashard has four double-digit games in PPR despite Marshawn Lynch doing what he's done to this point and being on the field. So even if Jalen Richard only sees a 15, 20% jump in touches, I mean, that that's huge for him. He's even going to have value in non PBR. Non PBR, I'll take the dice roll on Doug Martin because he's the lead option. But this is what I keep saying as a comparison. Take his old team. You want What I expect from Doug Martin, it's Peyton Barber. That's really, like, whoop de doo If anything, this is another one where if you happen to pick up Doug Martin and somebody is willing to give you RB2 value for him, just trade him now before anything happens because it's more likely, maybe he surprises, but more likely than not, he's just Peyton Barber and uninspiring.
0: There's so many of those teams, we were talking about that in the Black Book, that I feel like there's so many of those teams out there right now that they might have, like, a form of clarity at running back, but they're just still something you don't want. Like, you know, with McCoy out, I don't care who the Bills running back is. I don't want it. With the Bucks, I kind of don't want it, you know, at the end of the day. I don't want it with the Raiders. There's a lot that just, they're, they're unfortunate situations <laughs> where even if there Seahawks. was a workhorse. Seahawks, I don't what want do it. What do you want? <laughs> um,
1: yeah, I don't want it. I don't I want, want it. it.
0: I don't know. I don't know what I want. I want the 49ers to uh, be good, but I can't have anything. So
2: What are you, Mikey from Life Serial? Yeah. Anybody remember that reference? No,
0: no, you lost me. That's 72-year-old Mikey likes reference. it.
2: Yeah, it was the Life Cereal commercial. Uh, give it to Mikey. He doesn't like anything. And then Mikey likes Oh, Mikey likes it. And that's you, why you like Life Cereal, because he doesn't like anything. You think any millennial
0: knows what Life Cereal is? No. They don't even know what the said. game Life was. You
2: that's-
1: just imagine Jake in his like weird slippers eating Life Cereal <laughs> in the retirement <laughs> home at 29. I reporting mean,
0: pictures of feet on Twitter, <laughs> just reporting them.
1: And <laughs> <laughs> he just keeps clicking. I don't like this tweet. And it's just feet oh, pictures.
2: Oh, I got my window open. Get off my lawn, you stupid kids. <laughs>
1: All right. What's <laughs> our, our last one? Isn't there a like? cloud up there you want to yell at, Jake? I mean, come on. Uh, what about Ronald Jones? Uh, speaking of uh, young things, Ronald Jones is getting some hype. He took a bunch of first. Uh, he took you a bunch of first string reps. In practice uh, this week, but Peyton Barber came back today. What do you think about uh, Ronald Jones potentially getting some run either this week or down the stretch of this year? Well, speaking of some hot young things, let's talk
0: about Ronald Jones. That's (laughs) the weirdest transition Bogdan's ever done. I was expecting to be like, oh, we just talked about Ronald Jones. But he's like, speaking of young hot misses. (laughs) That's right. (laughs)
2: <laughs> Look, here's the problem: is Peyton Barber practiced today? So this is completely out the window again. You know, we this, is, we keep thinking Ronald Jones might get his opportunity, but that's because Peyton Barber's so uninspiring, and that's why I made the. But Doug they part
1: both had first. 11 touches last week. You don't think that it could swing yeah, that's, one that's, way with maybe a good run here or there with Ronald
2: Jones well, early in this game? Ideally, because they drafted him in the second round, but at the same time, there was nobody with probably in the past five to 10 years that had a worse preseason than Ronald Jones did. And he's still trying to, rec- this guy was inactive at the beginning of the season and he can't, the weirdest part about it to me is that he struggles so much in the passing game and not just catching the ball, but like pass blocking too. Like he's Aaron Jones and Jordan Howard combined. Although Jordan Howard actually improved quite a bit this year, but you have that. And where were they using him last week was in the passing game. Yeah, that's weird. And then Peyton Barber got hurt. So I don't really think you can take those carries and touches as face value because Peyton Barber was hurt in that game. So obviously I would like to see Ronald Jones for what he potentially can do going forward, but they seem stuck on using Peyton Barber and the fact that, I don't know, he's all around okay. I I really don't understand why, but uh, I'll continue to stash Ronald Jones. I don't want to drop him where possible, but now that Peyton Barber practiced today, I want to avoid both.
0: All right, let's go uh, take a look at some Week 8 plays. Let's play along with our our wonderful 3 pick em game across the board. Jake's already played this this year with us, so we'll kind of burn through this. Top quarterbacks, just a layup type of a play. Where do we think they are? Bogman took the guy because he got to the list before me, which is always a shame. Uh, so I am huh. going to pick Tom Brady versus Buffalo. It's an incredible matchup. I think the only thing playing against Brady is that they could get up early and possibly from James White touchdown, uh, rushing touchdowns and makes him pass the ball a little bit less. But Gronk looks like he's going to be back. We like the receivers. Love James White. No Sonny Michelle, so maybe they're going to be passing a little bit more. Give me Tom Brady versus Buffalo.
1: Uh, Patrick Mahomes. I'm going to go with weirdo <laughs> Kermit voice against Denver until he uh, proves me wrong. So yeah. we're, Speaking
2: we're of Kermit voice, that's what I always say about that new state farm yeah, guy. that is being with green. Aaron- no, oh my God, he's, here, so but... like... he's so weird. He's so weird. The first time that commercial came on, he's like, Who are you? He's like, I'm Aaron Rodgers. Agent. I'm Patrick. <laughs> I was like, What? Every time, watch that commercial. I'm Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> so Agent, Aaron. weird. Hey, everybody. He's the new Jake from State Farm. He's. Terrible. I feel like
1: Jake watches more. Seely, you watch more commercials
2: than you do shows, don't
1: you? Just to no. get the
2: comedic value of them. <laughs> yeah, I, if only true. I had that kind of time. That's just what I have. See, I have two TVs, so I can watch a lot of stuff on a second TV. And like, so if I'm watching Monday Night Football on the main TV to watch, and the audio's up, I'm still paying attention to like the World Series or something else on the side TV. So but you're not fast for forwarding through
0: here. commercials, though.
2: Well, not for live football. I don't have those magic powers yet.
0: Yeah, I guess that's true. I was thinking of like <laughs> I was thinking of it being a little time delayed, but that, that's because I forced oh, no. Bogman to hit pause on all the games because I watch I watch live stream and then he could fast forward. But okay. yeah, good point. Fair enough. Yeah, Fair so, enough. Who's your top so who's quarterback? Your
2: quarterback? Who's your number one quarterback this well, week? Well, if it's not Patrick Mahomes, it's Jared Goff for me. Uh, Jared Goff against the Packers defense, against a team that's you know going to be able to exploit the Rams defense for what the Rams defense, you know, it's great in that front section in the front. They funneled def- the offenses through their defense, too, which is just only worse because their secondary hasn't been playing so good this year. So a, a team that's going to be able to score just as much as the Rams are, please. What about a... Um, of that game? Like
0: I, th- I think it's close. I think it was like 58 and a half or something. But what about the uh, a quarterback one disappointment? So again, it, it doesn't necessarily have to indicate that like you're not going to play this guy at all, but someone in the QB1 range that's going to disappoint this week.
2: Ben Roethlisberger. He's at home. Ooh, number Sorry, five guys. on the
0: Fantasy Pros uh, ranker, too.
2: He's at home, but if you is look this at it... Is this because Connor went nuts against Cleveland last time? No, no, no. It has actually nothing to do with Connor. But it has to do with the fact that what does Cleveland do? Play good defense. What has this team done and these teams usually do? They kind of just hammer at each other, end up a little bit more in the run game, and this could be won just by flow and number of possessions that you don't get a typical Ben but Look, you ask for a disappointment. He's still inside my top ten. He's still number eight. But I think a lot of people have him inside the top five because it's Ben at home, and I could just see it being a good, not amazing Ben at home game. Okay. I understand that. The only reason I wouldn't pick it because Denzel Ward is banked up. He might not play Because it, so. it's
1: Steelers. Well, I mean, uh, Ben has been really good the last couple of weeks. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm also a huge homer. I'll give that up. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I'm I'm not a humor. Uh, I'm not a homer. My surprise start. Spoiler alert. Uh, oh. Carson Wentz versus Jacksonville is my QB one disappointment this week. Got to travel over to London. Got to play against pissed off Jacksonville defense. Hopefully, Blake Bortles won't be setting them up for super short fields. So uh, Carson Wentz versus Jacksonville is my disappointment this week.
0: I'm going to go with Cam versus Baltimore. We know the deal with Baltimore's Cam. defense. And uh, see uh, ever since Bogman purchased the, uh, the CMC, the Run CMC shirt, McCaffrey has been a disappointment. And if we have another disappointing week, Cam's going to find some struggles. Don't love him as a QB1 this week. Surprise start. Really they necessary.
1: had a bye week and then they played Philly and now they play Baltimore. Oh. So don't don't give me the shirt stuff. I'm wearing it right now. F
0: you. Smells ex- like excuses is what I'm smelling here. It's not oh. a good smell on you, Bogman. I'm just letting you know. Uh, K- Case Keenum. I'm gonna go Case Keenum versus Kansas City as a surprise start. Again, it's it's as a matchup play. Um, <laughs> there's no there's no uh, Chad Kelly. There's no swag Kelly uh, issues here for this week at all. But uh, give me a surprise play. Case Keenum, Kansas City makes some sense.
1: Baker Mayfield at Pittsburgh would be my surprise start. Uh, you know, the the defense for Pittsburgh has looked better the last couple weeks, but it's still not very
2: good. So Baker Mayfield should be pretty good in this game. Who surprises you, Jake? Taysom. Hit- no, I'm just kidding. I- <laughs> I'm going back to somebody that burned a lot of people last week, and I, uh, that's why I would call it more of a surprise than anything because the matchup is terrific, so it's not going to surprise a lot of people that way. But... Bad Andy showed up last week, yep. and a lot of people were on board for that and got oh, burned. I expect. I look, I was there too, and I knew not to. I even I was on Pat Mayo's show last week, and I said I don't want to put him here. Bad Andy's going to show up. This is when Bad Andy shows up, and I still it's rank prime him prime time hard. Andy, really, yeah, really. But at home, back at home, against the Buccaneers, and the Buccaneers can put up points with anybody. So. I think Andy Dalton's back into the top 10.
0: Only one successful Andy in that Kansas City game last week. Uh, what do you about the go with running backs? Top running back for this week. It's very easy, like with Gurley. <laughs> What's your next level? Because Bogman went the easy route. He mailed it in and went Todd Gurley. Sorry, campaign. I'm going to take
1: the guy that scores three touchdowns every week yeah.
0: as a top running back. He's the best. I'm not He's the apologize best. Don't
2: apologize for that.
0: Don't apologize. Should we just like, jump past the top four?
2: Well, top? I mean, who's the top, I mean I, oh, yeah, do I, it whatever Gurley, you want. Who do you think? Curly, Barkley, Hunt, Connor. I mean, that's just. I got Hunt. I got a, Hunt here.
0: I was going with Hunt versus Denver in a huge performance, but I like that. Go outside of that tier. Who's who's your top guy out of that tier?
2: Joe Mixon. Joe like, get Yeah, I'm, I look, I am stacking the living hell out of this game against the Buccaneers, that's for sure. And if it comes down to it, this is one of those Minnesota Vikings versus Bills situation. You know, that's just what happens. So, like, this is where people are like, well, Don't you know, have- yeah, it, like, it's just. This is what you do. You go with it. Everything's telling you to go with it. Don't overthink it. I'm going Joe Mixon. David Johnson's at six, by the way, as I mentioned before. So I like that. That's right. not on PPR, even. David Johnson's PPR at number five. We can just move Todd straight. Todd
0: Yeah, well, you already said. We already did. I did Cream Hunt. You did Todd Gurley. Uh, makes all the sense in the world on them. Bog, let's move to best flex running back. I'm going with Mouse Fart versus Arizona, uh, the Mouse Turd, because uh, Breida is not healthy. He shouldn't even be out there necessarily right now. Alfred Morris is behind in the offense. And I think this is a good matchup for the 49ers to see a little no, bit no, no, more hold on. of Here's Mouse Fart.
2: Here's my turd. concern. Here's my concern. So if Breed is questionable all week and sounds doubtful, you're in trouble because he's going to play and be awesome. Good if point. he was. Ready to play? He's gonna play, get hurt, and come out of the game early. That's how you play Breida going forward.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it's a good point. But like, I, I like the idea that, especially with the bye weeks and everything like that, like if 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 Mouse Turd is sitting out there, Mouse Turd, yeah, uh, like I, I like the flex play of him. Like when Breida's out there in full strength, he's an RB two. He's just not trustworthy right now. Regard, like I wouldn't believe anything at this point. I don't want to play him this week, even though the matchup is good, unless I was sold a complete bill of positive health, which I don't think is there right now.
1: Uh, For me, I'm going to try it one week. I'm going to go with Doug Martin against the Colts because I think if you're writing the game script for the Raiders to win, LOL, it's run the ball, keep it out of Andrew Luck's hands, and we're not going to be able to pass the ball very well because now our number one is Jordan Nelson, Martavis Bryant, Jared Cook, some mix of that mess. So I'm going to go with Doug Martin for one game against the Colts It's not a permanent solution by any stretch of the imagination.
0: Brave man, who's your uh, who you flexing at running back? This is like post top twenty four. Yeah,
2: this is post. uh, This blah. Mm I don't even (laughs) want to do anything. I'm gonna go. We already talked about him, but I'm gonna Jalen Rashard is just going in all my lineups. I I don't care. Even non PPR, I put him in there just because. To your point, I'm going the other way with this. I don't think they're going to be able to stop him. The only good corner they have. Uh, maybe they limit a little bit from T.Y. Hilton, but they're also getting Jack Doyle back. So I don't really care uh, if Mullen Mac plays or not. I just, I don't think they're going to be able to stop him. And then, so I know that's how they want to. You're right, Scott. I just don't yeah. think they're going to be able to. And that's why I'm putting Jalen Rashard everywhere.
0: Deepest play. Deep, deep, deep. This is like outside of the top 36. It might be inside your top 36, but the standard top 36 Jalen Rashard actually kind of could have been one of those type of guys, but who's a deep running back play you like
2: this week? Mm, wow, we're going to have to go super deep to yeah. go that far. Uh, well, initially, it would be Marcus Murphy if LeSean McCoy is out, but now it sounds like he might actually play because he's practicing today despite still being in the protocol, so mm. that's good for him. But if he's out, I like Marcus Murphy because, hey, you think the Patriots aren't going to run up the score on the Bills, so there's one for you. <laughs> but because and you might not be able to wait for that one. So if you want something for it to wait, well, hold on. Let me ask you a question. When are you guys releasing this pod?
0: Uh, you can't do Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, I
2: was about to throw Tyler Irvin out there as like a deep. A <laughs> deep oh line. God,
0: that would have been a really deep one.
2: Well, again, I need him in the slot. He's playing the QT spot, so. God, you're. Yeah, I, I, I've gone deep two weeks in a row and hit. So, so you, all you, right, then I will go to Naheem Hines because even if it. Marlon Mack, <laughs>
0: it took my guy. That's my guy. So now we're we're a team.
2: We did it as a team. You, li- you, you limited it too much. You gave. I couldn't go anywhere with <laughs> only his options. So you didn't leave me anything. Damn it. But yes, even if Marlon Mack plays, maybe they try to keep him limited because he is banged up right now. So Nahim right. Hines, it? yeah. I'm going to go with the guy
1: who led the Jets in receiving yards last week. How about Trenton Cannon at the Bears? Uh, catching the ball out of the backfield, maybe get a little run. Very productive back out of Virginia State. So we'll see if he can keep it rolling. With did you by the know way, there was
2: the Virginia State? Uh, I did not. I uh, live here until a few <laughs> years ago. Did not know there was Virginia State.
0: Never
1: heard uh, of it. I had to look it up. I'm like, where did Cannon go again? I know it was a small school. And then I saw Virginia State. I'm like, okay, I guess it's Virginia State. That's a place. So, but, uh, they, you know, all that, uh, this could be the end of Blau Powell's career. All over with today, they're like, nah, it's going to be fine.
0: Yeah, it'll be yeah, full recovery. It'll all be good. He's fine. Um, so I had Naheem Hines. The original guy I had even before this is uh, well, Ronald Jones. I had Ronald Jones on there to get a little bit of a, uh, an extended look, and especially if yeah, You never know what's going to happen with Peyton Barber if he's been limited all week, though he is practicing, but Naheem Hines, Peyton Barber, all those guys are there. Top wide receivers, no explanation needed. Adam Thielen for me, that would be my third or fourth straight week. He is the best. Bogman?
1: Antonio Brown, F you, Jake. He's going to go
2: nuts. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Jake? <laughs> uh, I mean, those are my top two. Okay. So, A.J. Green, number three. <laughs> Tyreek Hill, number four. Michael Thomas, number five. I mean... We want get, Michael I Thomas, like you AJ want to talk Green. about? That. No, I, like the AJ. AJ. I like I
0: like AJ Green. Oh yeah, Plus, Michael Thomas. Yeah,
2: go ahead. He plays slot. I guess that's where the Vikings secondary is vulnerable.
0: Okay, I like it. What about your best Spot flex? Flanker. Best flex wide receiver. So this would be post thirty-six because we play more wideouts here.
2: thirty-six. Yeah. Yeah, this you go deeper here. Let's see. Uh, I'm looking for one that I have above <laughs> two of the guys I have higher than most consensus are not playing anymore, so can't use those. I will update the rankings, everybody. What a surprise. So. All right, assume, <laughs> there's so many here. This is such a bad week. It is. God. I'll, you know what? I'll go with Traquan Smith in that same game. Yes. Oh, I, I, yes. <laughs>
0: damn it. You
2: got bogged, I love it. <laughs> uh,
1: Traquan Smith was definitely going to be my flex.
2: Um, All right, that's fine. You can have him. I'll Chris Godwin. I'll take him as well because okay. he's, finally, he's finally out snapping Deshaun Jackson, as should have happened quite a few weeks ago. It's continuing to happen. Uh, Chris Godwin against the Bengals. All right. So uh, I like has... that
1: one because my my instant uh, response was going to be the guy that the Welsh picked.
2: <laughs>
0: no, were you the guy that I picked? I picked Jordy Nelson versus even... Indianapolis.
1: Yeah, yeah. I didn't even well, know look... why not. Yeah, Jordy Nelson.
0: Exactly. So. Why not? All right. So we got Traquan Smith. Jordy Nelson, there you go. Deepest plays, final one here. I'm gonna go. I think I've done this a couple times, and eventually I'm gonna hit on it. I'm gonna go with Anthony Miller versus the Jets. Uh, Allen Robinson, a bit questionable. Anthony Miller had seven targets last week. You know, I think the from a deep play perspective, he's a guy one out there, and I think it's uh, turn The sides are turning to him. So give me Anthony Miller. What about you, Boggs?
1: Uh, I went with Kelvin Benjamin. He hasn't been good. He was okay last week. Four catches for I think 71 yards. And that was with Derek Anderson. Derek Anderson starting again. They should be losing this entire game and trying to play catch-up ball point for point. So, Kelvin Benjamin
2: against the Pats. That's it for you, Jake. What do you think post-wide uh, receiver four range, deep play, wide out? I'm going super deep. This is like post-wide receiver five, yes. maybe even six, maybe, maybe even further than that. Because Pierre Garçon is not likely to play, and Dante Pettis should be making his return. Oh,
0: you're going to go Kendrick? The, the,
2: hey, no, I'm going with Dante Pettis. Oh, Dante it's, Pettis. The, yeah, yes. <laughs> I got <laughs> all excited. I
0: heard you were like, like Pierre sounds like you a player. I'm like, the point. Oh, are you going to go Bourne? <laughs> are you going to go Bourne? No, you want no. like Dante Pettis.
2: Mark, Dante Pettis could arguably be the most talented receiver for them, even over Marquise Goodwin. And Marquise Goodwin's been struggling to connect so far with C.J. Bethard. So uh, I, I think that if Pettis gets out there, and so I'll give you a backup plan. If not... Uh, the Giants are in a fire sale, and the only healthy wide receivers they have right now might be Paul Richardson. So there's your other dice roll. Okay, there you go. Jake
0: Sealy, the All In kid, that's him with us. You can catch him over on the Athletic. Subscribe, support him there, or check out the brand new venture over on Patreon.com/slash All In Sports. You can Send catch
2: me pictures of Victoria Justice's feet if you can find them. Oh, it, oh. oh!
0: I mean, I'm actually, I'm, I'm torn here. Is that would you accept that? No. no, I think it's gonna <laughs> happen.
2: She's a ten out of ten. I still don't want to see her feet.
0: What if she said? What if she slid into your DMs <laughs> with a picture of your of her feet? Would you be done?
2: I. St- but well, I didn't hear anything after you said slide into your DMs. Would you? If she sent a picture of your <laughs> of her feet. No, I was. No, I literally was. It was a joke. As in, like, it wouldn't, I don't care. You blacked it out. Right? Yeah. You just Victoria deleted it. Victoria Justice you slid into my DMs. It just, like, okay, yes, please. Whatever you
0: want. Whatever you want. Oh, yeah, yeah. Make sure to <laughs> at Victoria Justice on anything with Jake. And maybe Victoria Justice will go check out the Patreon. All in sports. They got two <laughs> two free shows a week, plus three shows that you can get access to uh, Monday, what is it? Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So cool stuff you yes. guys got going on over there. And obviously, you know, you guys are our buddies, and I'm hoping good success on all of that stuff. And as always, my friend, thank you so much for taking time out. And I'm looking forward to talking to you before Bogman on your next All In Sports show.
2: Oh, you get the first, second spot before he does. Absolutely.
0: Okay. Fantastic. Bye, Jake. Bye. Thank you very much to our friend, Jake Seeley. But it's time that we go play the chicken. <laughs> Chicken Bogman, what happened last week? What? This is stupid. This is I've uh, been <laughs> my arrow has been pointing down for like four straight weeks in the chicken.
1: Uh, well, you just bought too much this week. Really? Uh, Blake Bortles passing yards and touchdowns. You said 222 touchdowns. He got benched. Yeah. Uh, Eli Manning, and Matt Ryan combined passing yards. He had 635. They did better than that because a lot of garbage time. So he nailed that. Winner. Andy Dalton points against oh. Kansas City. You said 23. He had 20. Idiot. Tough. Uh, Alan Kamara, total yards against Baltimore. You said 95. He had 75. with two scores. Uh, Todd Gurley, PPR points at San Francisco. I said 28. He had 31. Mm-hmm. Frank Gore, rush yards versus Detroit. You said 78. I believe he had like 26 or something lame. Um, Keenan Allen, PPR points versus Tennessee. I said 18. He did not get that touchdown. Uh, Tyreek Hill and A.J. Green, combined yards. He said 209. Didn't make it. Man. Odell, uh, combined touchdowns and temper tantrums. Now, Donovan had this marked as uh, a win for me because he counted the weird bathroom break as a sideline. Nah, not,
0: he just is I didn't, though. Yeah.
1: So I changed the scoring on what that. A, what a, what, what longest, an honest guy. Longest field goal, 58 for uh, Bogman and uh, what's his name on that 59-yarder. So I am up by one and a half points on the Welsh now. Bogman 26 and a half. The Welsh 25.
0: Super lame. That's stupid. Thank you to Donovan for keeping track of all of this. So let's get into it. You guys can play along at home. One point for a correct answer. Half a point to the other person for an incorrect answer. Let's play some chicken. Hey! Are
1: you ready to play
0: the chicken? Bogman you're the most wonderful winner so you can open it up
1: Drew Brees and Kirk Cousins combined passing yards New Orleans is at Minnesota this week Uh, I'll open it up at 600 655
0: 660
1: 675 sold 75 for the Welsh here we go
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Not great. All right, Vogman. Uh, Andy Dalton. He was a big old fat pumpkin last week. So let's see what he can do against the Buccaneers. Andy Dalton fantasy points versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I will open we'll it up. We'll just use the champs league. Yes. Yeah. So what was it uh, four point touchdown, one point interception? Yes. Okay. I'll open up at twelve points. Fifteen. Seventeen. Nineteen. 20. Sold. (laughs) What's next? What's next? I'm holding... I don't know. You tell me. I'm holding back right now. Andrew Luck touchdowns at
1: Oakland. I'll say two.
0: Three. Sold. (laughs) Damn it. I just... I don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't know what to do here with the chicken. I I might not be good at this game. That might be it.
1: You were good the first couple weeks. I mean, you just got to... Three against Oakland is not impossible. I just didn't want to go to four. I know that's what he threw last week. I just couldn't, I can't go past that number. Yeah. I think 20 is about... That eh, might be a little high, but Tampa Bay has the worst pass defense. So, yeah. you're all right. All these are winnable. There you I go. don't think... I don't think I bamboozled you on any of these, but it is funny that you hate buying.
0: It's not great. All right. Running backs. Todd Gurley, PPR points versus Green Bay. I am going to open up at 22, 25, 28. Mm. Sold. God damn it. (laughs) Oh, this is uh, lame. This is lame. Biden's going to be up by 30 points at the end of this week. What is happening right now?
1: Cohen Barkley catches versus Washington. So far in seven games, this is how it's gone. 2, 14, 5, 6, 4, 9, and 9. I'm going to open it up at 7 against Washington.
0: Sold. 7. Damn it. My number was 6. Okay. My number was 6. <laughs> okay. number was six. Damn it. All right. Ronald Jones touches. Versus Cincinnati. What do you have, 11 last week? Yeah, I think 10 or 11. I'm going to open up at 10. 11. 12. so <laughs> uh, you're you're just trying to play the safe game. You are really garbage at this game. You are absolutely no fun. You're just like ah, no risks. You're garbage, even though you're well, winning.
1: You start way too high. You're like, what do you have? Ten last week? Ten?
0: I had eleven. I said ten. You said eleven. I said twelve. You're like, nope, can't grow. You're, you're, yeah, you can't so grow. Lame. I have five of the six of these. Great. All right,
1: uh, t- Tyreek Hill. Total. I'll do it. Uh, great. Uh, Tyreek Hill. PPR points versus Denver. The Welsh. I'll open up at fifteen.
0: 16. 17. 15 was going to be my my number, too. Uh, <laughs> what did you say? 17?
1: I said 17.
0: 18. 19. Salt. Yeah, What's your mouth, next? Uh, Devontae Adams that's just receiving that's that's yards versus the Rams. I'm going to open up at, yeah, you marked that right. You're marking all weird stuff over there. Um, I'm going to open it up at 50 yards.
1: Uh, 65. 80. 82. 87. Sold. Dealing yards and touchdowns versus New Orleans. Oh, great. Well, I'll open it up with 100 yards and one touchdown.
0: 110 yards and a touchdown. so Sold. I quit playing this game. If you're up by more than five points, I quit. You're you're the worst think at this I game. I can't get up by. You are the worst points. at this game.
1: I don't think I can get up by because I'm half pointing everything. The Unless I mark. get both the things that I bought and you miss everything else, I uh, I can't. Longest, Longest field, field goal, goal,
0: fifty-seven.
1: Fifty-nine.
0: Sold. Great. I got a half a point. This is stupid. Chicken's stupid. Everything's dumb. <sighs> <laughs> damn it what a what a week I feel very on bell the next uh, itl serial episode is going to be fully on my absolute destruction and fall from grace in the chicken game but that is the episode my friends Thank you to Jake Seeley. Thank you guys for sending in questions. Hope you guys enjoyed it. If you did, consider checking us out over at patreon.com slash ITL Army. Lots of fun stuff there, and everyone has done a great job this year of uh, supporting and helping us grow. We don't want to stay stagnant. And as you guys help us grow, we can continue to grow the stuff that we do here in this league. So if you enjoy the fun, the banter, the camaraderie, check it out. Lots of cool stuff over there as well in this league.com maybe a rate and review over on uh, the itunes on the podcast if you like that and otherwise follow us on twitter at is it the welsh at bogman sports we will be back with you guys on monday reviewing week eight and if you guys can't handle not having us in between we got three-hour radio show on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network that will be there for you on Saturday. So any of the stuff that happens on Friday, we'll be covering that lines, DFS, all that madness happened on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Is that all we have, Bogman. You want to sell me That's anything it? else? Nope. All
1: right. How many shows uh, left this week? I'll I'll open it up at two.
0: Um, sold, sold. Okay. I want to go with zero. So bye, guys.
1: Later.